Chad and Jay Mansbridge here, lead pastors of Bayside Church International, based here on the south coast of South Australia. Our great passion as a church is to help people to know Jesus and to demonstrate his love, truth and life in everything that we do. We hope you enjoy today's message. Back to school. Backpack. So uh, in here somewhere, I think I've got a, a message in here somewhere. Uh, shalom, feet fitted with readiness, don't react quickly, stay calm. That was so last year. Um, Heroes 2.0, last year. Heroes, so 2020. Um, Mechanics 101, that was like so last decade. Um, oh, here we go. One for 2020. So 2022. See, I get all confused as well. Okay, so... Chad's already said, awesome that you can stream in wherever you, whatever reason it is that you're streaming in for. And those of you that are here, it's nice to have your, I can sort of tell that you're smiling faces. It is awesome to be here. So over the past few weeks to start 2022, we've heard from Chad. Basically, we know where we're going and where we want to get to, but <laughs> all the details are a little unsure. Certain of some things, but really unsure about others. And then straight after that, Jay shared with us and reminded us of the beauty and strength redefined. Seeing things from God's perspective, seeing yourself from God's perspective, not the world's. And then last week, Barry Chant, I guess his main point was, when we step out in faith, God steps in. Now, all of those you can catch on our media pages and it's always awesome to listen to them again. I travel a lot, so flick them up, listen to them. Now, it's my privilege to bring you today an inspirational word straight from the Bible, a word that will somehow complement those that have already been shared so far. And where else am I going to go in times like these but Job? Let's go to Job! Now... I guess most of you would know a little bit about Job, um, about what happened to him, calamities that came on him, things that happened and how it all turned out in the end. If not, it's in the Old Testament. Go read it. Bit of homework. But please remember when you read it, put it in its right context. It was a story about Job. It is not a story about you. Right? So just put it in its context. But saying all that, uh, I'm going to go to Job 1. 13 through 19, and it's in the NIV. So it'll be up here, those that are watching online, hopefully it'll be across the bottom. So here it goes. One day when Job's sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house, a messenger came to Job and said, the oxen were ploughing and the donkeys were grazing nearby and the sabans attacked and made off with them. They put the servants to the sword and I'm the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, the fire of God fell from heavens and burned up the sheep and the servants and I'm the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, the Chaldeans formed three raiding parties and swept down on your camels and made off with them. They put the servants to the sword and I'm the only one left. While he was still speaking, yet another messenger came and said, your sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at your oldest brother's house. 
when suddenly a mighty wind swept in from the desert, struck the four corners of the house, collapsed on them. They're dead, and I'm the only one who has escaped to tell you. What a fantastic and awe-inspiring about people surviving under great attacks. Eh? Most of you are going, what is he on? What a great day. Let me highlight some things in this for you. And it basically means I'm going to reread it and emphasize certain things. It's from verse 14. So a messenger came to Job and said the oxen were plowing and the donkeys were grazing nearby and the savings attacked and made off with them. They put the servants to the sword and I'm the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said the fire of God fell from heavens and burned up the sheep and servants and I'm the only one left. While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said the Chaldeans have formed three running parties and swept down all your camels. They put the servants to the sword and I'm the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, yet another messenger came and said your sons and daughters were feasting and drinking. When suddenly a mighty wind swept in from the desert, struck the four corners of the house, it collapsed, and I'm the only one who escaped to tell you. Did you see what happened? A messenger was explaining some bad news. While he was speaking, another messenger came with bad news. While that guy was speaking, another messenger came with bad news. While that guy was still speaking, yet another messenger came with bad news. Seriously, Job didn't even have a chance to try to figure out what the first piece of news was. Really, before another piece and another piece and another piece of bad news. This was one piece of bad news, more bad news, more bad news and more bad news. All piled in on top of each other. One messenger didn't even get a chance to finish what he was saying before another bunch of bad news came in on top. Does that sound familiar at the moment? Turn on the TV, listen to radio, look at social media, and a lot of it is bad news, more bad news, more bad news, and even more bad news, and you don't get a chance to actually, what was the first thing that was said? And it just comes in on top of you. I've called this, and Kay and I have had it floating around our house for a while, it's called the and syndrome. And, 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 and. It's one piece of information, and more, then more, then sometimes even more. And if you have that in your own house, you'll find you react silly to something so minor, and you go, what was all that about? It was just and, and, and. Back to Job. Could Job control any of the information that was presented to him? He had no control over that. But what he could control is his response. Sometimes in our own lives, we can't control the information into our lives. We can try. Turn off the TV. Turn off the radio, turn off social media, but go out and have a conversation with someone and you'll hear it. We can't control, we cannot always control the information that comes into our lives, but we can control our response. Now let's look at how Job responded, and just maybe to his and syndrome, and, 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 and see what we can learn from him. So straight after what I just read out, Job 1, 20 and 21. At this, Job got up, tore his robe, shaved his head, fell to the ground in worship and said, Naked I come from the mother's womb, naked I will depart. The Lord 
gave and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. Now, I'm not saying at all, suggesting that we take his advice literally. I suggested to my wife that I was going to shave and she went, no, don't. But maybe we can get the key points here. Then he fell to the ground in worship. May the name of the Lord be praised. God is sovereign. God is above everything that is going on and he's worthy to be praised. Dead simple. One way of dealing with the ant syndrome could be to always remember that. Always remember that God is sovereign and worthy to be praised. We may not be able to control the information that comes in, but we can control our response. Let's now have a look at how Jesus dealt with the situation that had the potential to become an and, 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 things on top of each other, and what he did. So this is a fairly, known, fairly well-known passage. It's Matthew 4, 1 to 11. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you're the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you and they will lift, up, lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot across the stone. Jesus answered him, it's also written, mate, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to the high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their splendor. All this I will give you if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus goes, <laughs> away from me. It is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and the angels came and attended him. Let's look at how Jesus dealt with each piece of information and didn't allow the devil to go and, 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 and. Wow. So here's the ESV, the Eva spiritual version paraphrase of that scripture. Got to get it in. The devil comes to him, if you are the son of God. Jesus says... <laughs> I don't need to do it. I am the Son of God. Not this if stuff. I am. Comes to him a second time. If you are the Son of God. If you, seriously? Try that again. No. Strike two, buddy. You're gone. Then the devil comes to him and said, Worship me. And Jesus goes, You've got to be kidding me. No way am I doing that. I will worship my Lord only. Worship your Lord and serve him only. God is sovereign. And worthy to be praised. Job was worship and praise. Jesus says, worship God. No, just worship God. So how can we use Jesus' example in everyday life to stop things becoming this and, 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 and? Because Jesus just dealt with it. Just went, one, two, three. I'm not allowing you to put things together. I'll just deal with one thing at a time. So all we can do is break things down as I just mentioned, and deal with them one at a time. Those of us that work, by the time you get to Friday, you're usually fairly hassled. Remember, a week is just one day, and then another day, and a day, another day. Those that have had to spend time at home at the moment, well, it's 
real easy to build the and syndrome into that. Here we go again, and this, and this, and this. But somehow try to look at each thing and don't let it build up. Do something each day that makes that day unique, if you like. Look for things to be grateful for, even if it's just the rain. And somehow or other treat each day as each day. For me, travelling and working away, it can be real easy to look at my planner because it's the first time in ages I've got my whole year's planner out. I can be looking and thinking about something that's going to happen in August. Not a, No, today is today. And I try very hard to deal with the present and the things that are important right now. So here's something that might help you, what Kay and I have used for ages. Dump it, delegate it, or deal with it. Not every piece of information that I get, not every email I get, not every Facebook post I see is something that I actually need to deal with. Dump it. Doesn't concern me, it doesn't affect me. Recycle, emails, bang, go. Those of us that still get mail, there's a little sign on the front, no junk mail. Wouldn't that be awesome to have on us? No junk mail. I, I don't need that info. Like, it's got nothing to do with me. Just dump it. It's gone. Don't need it. So once you've gone through there, you get 100 emails when you've been on holidays and you go, delete, 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 delete. Gone. Then, delegate it. Is this something that I really need to handle? Is there someone else more capable? And do I have all the information to actually deal with this? We can form opinions on things, we can make Facebook comments, we can send emails, but at the end of the day, am I the best person to deal with it? It's not about handballing it off, it's just, it's not something that I need to be dealing with. It is very rare that I will ever respond very quickly to a piece of information or reply to an email really quickly, especially when I know that someone else has that info as well and the chances are they are better to handle it than I am especially when it's been CC'd through to my boss. He can deal with it, not me. <laughs> now I'm only left with what we can deal with. And even then I break that down to how important it is and the priority I give it right now. So once I go through all of the steps, I find that I've cleared my head a lot and now I'm only dealing with one thing at a time and it's on my terms. It's, it, we've been doing it for years, but it's sometimes really hard. Not a rushed and uneducated response, but a response for the main thing, the thing that I need to control right now. As I mentioned, Kay and I have been doing, looking at this for ages, and we don't always get it right, but now we're recognising it, because we'll hear it in our speak. Oh, and this has happened, and this, and this, and this has just happened. Right, sit, stop, pause, sit down, grab a coffee, grab something. Is all of that stuff actually that important right now sometimes we just walk away from the whatever it is i don't know go and mow the lawn do some weeding go fishing when you go those of you go fishing when you go fishing you can't do anything else your phone can't be there nothing no emails nothing fishing that's an exaggeration it's feeding the bait to the ocean that's about all i ever do but you can't do anything else and then sometimes because you've cleared your head you realise that what you thought was really, really important isn't. doesn't always work, but somehow or other try to... Do not allow the and, lots of information and the and, and, and syndrome 
to affect you badly. Remember, we can't control the information that comes in, but we can, can control our response to it. We can actually go, no, 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 that's it. Okay, and I just, well, a few weeks ago had it, had a, a whole bunch of stuff go on, and it wasn't until she actually said, and this, and this, and this, and we went, okay. Now we can actually stop. It was all these and things that had gone in. Right, stop, pause. How much of that can we actually control? We found out there was probably only one, maybe two things in that that we could actually control. The rest was information. But it was all on top of each other. It was the and syndrome. And, and, and. Remember, we may not be able to control the information, but we certainly can control our response to it. So I've got one more passage to look at that I might think that I think might be helpful as we move further into 2022. This time it's in Judges. So we've gone Job, Jesus, Judges. JJJ. Now in Judges, it wasn't such a great time in history. Um, for this, sort of generally in just in chapter 20, in this passage, up to about verse 25, we find that. Israel and Benjamites are at war, and it wasn't great. It really wasn't. Israel was very much on the losing side. They went in to fight, they lost 22,000 men. A bit later, they went in to fight, they lost 18,000 men. Boo, hiss. If we focus just on the numbers, this was not great. Numbers, numbers, numbers. We seem to be hearing today numbers, numbers, numbers. Bad news, bad news, bad news. And if we're listening to the wrong numbers, it can seem really bad because in this I could go further and find that Benjamites started losing men. Numbers aren't great. Back then it wasn't great. Fight after fight they were losing men. And each time they inquired of the Lord, shall we go into this fight? And God says, go. Finish the fight. We've lost 22,000 men. Are we going up again? Do it again. Go and fight. Gee, everybody's... But, but what do we do with that? Barry sort of touched on some of that about across the ocean, uh, across the lake. And that's sort of stuff. what do you do when you're asking God and it feels like you're walking straight into another battle? Day after day after day, it's just another fight. It's another battle. It just seems that Every time you take a step, something else is going on. Some of you, I'm sure that's what it feels like. But I'd like to show you something that the men of Israel did slap bang in the middle of one of these battles. Judges 2022. 2022? Come on. Come on. I tried hard for this. 2022. But the men of Israel encouraged one another and again took up their positions where they stationed themselves on the first day. In other versions it says, and the people, the men of Israel encouraged themselves and then they set up their battle stands and then took up their positions. In another one, the Israelite army took heart and once again arranged their battle lines in the same place where they took up their positions the day before. Judges 2022. Chat a few weeks ago, read from Acts 2022, where we know where we're going. We know what we we don't know all the details. And back in the Old Testament, in Judges 2022, they said the men of Israel encouraged one another. 
And I wonder if, because they started this verse, in, in, you know, this is the way this verse starts, maybe not a bad thing to remember as we move further into 2022. Encourage one another. Earlier we read from Job where his response to the, the Ann syndrome was worship and praise. That was Job's response. Then Jesus was worship. Now we have a group of people, a, a group of people going into a fight and what they do here is they encouraged one another. They didn't someone else to encourage them. They encouraged one another. But what did that look like? I don't know. Use an old chatism, talk about that over lunch. But what did it look like? I don't know. But it does state that that's what they did. Encouraged one another. This word encourage, it means things like to strengthen, to become strong, to grow firm, to restore strength, to put courage in. Some verses in the New Testament may give us an idea of what we can do. Hebrews 10.24 And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. And then it talks in 25, it says, But encouraging one another. In other versions, verse 24 says, Be kind to one another, motivate one another, spur each other on. Other versions of 25, Keep one another strong in faith. Help each other to be strong and encourage one another. And I've just got one more for you today. But if you wanted to do a bit of a study, just purely look up the word encourage. I could probably spend, I won't say hours, but you could spend a long time just sharing on that one word, encourage, encourage, encourage. First Thessalonians yeah, 5.11 in the NIV. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. In the uh, BBE, it says, So then, go on comforting and building one another. The easy English, help each other to become stronger. What could we do? What does it look like when you hear things like to strengthen one another, to be kind to one another, motivate one another, comfort one another, build each other up? Remember, Judges 2022 said they encouraged one another. They were all in this fight together and they encouraged one another. To us today, that could be a simple phone call, a message, a meal, finding a word that might encourage someone, giving someone a hand. I don't know what it means because we're all different. But it says encourage one another. I don't have a complete answer may take us the whole of 2022 to figure out what it actually means to encourage each other. But Judges 2022 says that they encouraged one another. So I'll leave you with this thought. Remember, we may not be able to control the information that comes in, but recognise when it is the and syndrome. And, 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 and. But we can control our response. What we can do for ourselves from Job and Jesus is that we can worship and praise. Well, that's what we can do for us. When it starts building up, we can 
worship and don't rip the robe, but we can worship and praise. And before we go into the next fight, before we go into Monday morning, before you go and do the next thing, what we can do there, encourage one another before you take up your positions. So what we can do for others is we can encourage one another. God is sovereign and worthy to be praised and encourage one another as we move into 2022. Thank you. I hope you've enjoyed today's message. Remember to check us out at baysidechurch.org.au and of course, if you're ever in the area, please pop in and say good day.